Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs, your home improvement and remodeling podcast, where the two most entertaining guys discuss the do's and don'ts in home construction and in the remodeling industry. Remember that you can nail it, paint it, or just tune into the show. How about that? Uh, here are your hosts, Colin Shaw and Jimmy Driscoll. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Studs. That's us. Mr. Jimmy, how are you, sir? I am freaking awesome, and I am craving gravy cheese fries. Don't ask me why. Cheese fries. Yeah. Well, where do you usually get them? Well, usually get them at the diner, but the <laughs> diner's closed. And they're not doing to go, probably. Well, they do to go. Do but, they? You know, you can't get fries to go because the steam <laughs> right, ruins them. Yeah. And they're just limp, and then they're not crisp anymore. Right. I am. Uh, I am a French fry uh, aficionado, <laughs> a fan. <laughs> okay, a uh, fan. Sure. And just because the sure. weather's so crappy up here in Niantic, not like in Virginia where our guest is. Yeah. It's like. It's a night for cheesy gravy, gravy cheese fries, man. All right. Well, Comfort you know food. what? We're gonna draw a line right now. What? If you're such a fry aficionado, yeah. McDonald's or Burger King? Well, I gotta tell you, mm-hmm. Burger King has really stepped up a lot. I've heard that. My God, they have a chocolate shake. Oh my God. We're talking about it, French fries. But I, I gotta get to <laughs> get to the fries. You gotta get to the shake. No. <laughs> I'm All serious. right, fine. No, McDonald's I, shake or Burger King oh, shake. Oh, Burger King shake. There you go. Right. Uh, it's a toss-up on the fries. Uh-huh. Uh, they're both like, but I have to say, Burger King is more consistent. I've hit McDonald's, and McDonald's has been kind of like great, t- terrible. But yeah. I've always been, but Burger King is always consistent. Yeah. All right. That's it. What else you want to know, Gabrielle? Gabrielle. Oh, I guess today All is. Right, go ahead, introduce her first. All I right. guess today on Behind the Studs. All is, right. Gabrielle McGrath. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello there. Welcome to the show. Hey, good to have you. McDonald's fries or Burger King fries? McDonald's fries. Yes. Yeah, so All right. I'm, I'm but if we're you. really going to have the fry conversation, it has to be Five Guys. Oh, oh like yeah. Five guys, oh, huh? All right. Hands down. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So here's the thing about Five Guys. So we had one here in East Lime. Yeah. Went out of business. Went out I don't of know business. why. I don't have no idea. So I used to go in there and I'd get my fries extra crispy. And they would make them extra crispy. Really? And then one day I went in there and they go, we can't do that anymore. I said, what do you mean you can't do that anymore? He's like, corporate said we can't make them crispy. I said, screw corporate. I'm the guy paying the bill. Make me crispy fries. They wouldn't. I never went back. And they closed. And they closed. That's See? it. You I single-handedly closed. By, their- you took on five guys. And, you <laughs> and I won. Down. I won. Oh, my God. Yes. But at five guys, I agree with you. Five guys. Yes. Yeah. And the burgers are amazing. And the peanuts <clears> aren't bad either. Yeah. Peanuts, <laughs> sure. You can't throw them on the floor there, though, like some bars you can. I do. Do you really? Hell yeah. Wow, they don't like you. Well, too bad. That's why they closed. <laughs> All right, Gabrielle, we you are. are in Virginia right now. Is that correct? Sure. Virginia. Yeah. In the nicer weather. Yes. Yes. All Good four for- seasons in one day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. We're just trying to get rid of some of our bad seasons that we got going on right. here. We need, we need good ones. Mm-hmm. So you are an architectural designer. Is that correct? Yes, I am. So what's a, what's a typical day as an architectural designer? What do you do? Um, I do a lot of drawing in Revit, which is a 3D modeling software. Yeah. Um, so you see, like, you know, the cool fly-arounds, and, like, you can do, like, um, renderings through different softwares and kind of make it a little bit more visual for the client. But you also do construction documents yep. with that for, you know, permitting and building. Okay, mm. so do you do you do more in uh, Revit than you do in like CAD at this point? Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's where the industry is kind of going towards. Nice. Nice. Could we, could you explain to the listening audience between Revit and CAD a little bit, if that makes a difference? Yeah. So Revit and CAD are both owned by Autodesk. So they're basically like, you know, like Photoshop and Illustrator are owned by, you know, Adobe. So AutoCAD is more of like a 2D flat um, drawing system. Uh, And you have different like lines and layers that you can toggle on and off where Revit is actually like 3D modeling that you can plug and play in different components to kind of create more of a 3D project. Okay. Hmm. So it it helps the customer understand a little bit better when they see that kind of dimension, when they look at the plans, because I'm sure a lot of homeowners, if they get a chance to look at the plans, Hey, easy over there. Quiet. I'm talking. I'm talking. That's okay. It's all right. So basically Um, a homeowner can just, can a homeowner understand it when they look at them like briefly besides, besides architectural design, do they, they can see everything like the guts? I mean, I think, I think for the homeowner, you would want to look for an architect that's doing Revit because when you hire an architect that actually does Revit, um, you can see it 3D and they should be able to show you what it looks like on the outside, what it looks like on the inside, show you a few mm-hmm. views of different things that you can kind of maybe picture because not all homeowners are visual thinkers. That's, that's very true. That's true. Very what true. they say and what they finally see can be two different things. Yeah. And what they, what they want, what they want what they, and what they can have. I would imagine if you have an architectural designer, you can go, well, we can do this, but we really can't do that because of this. Correct. Yeah, right? they can show you maybe why and kind of explain it in like a way where they can communicate it 3D with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that the so basically on from the from the get go the upstart you you get the idea from the homeowner is it um, is it the between you and the builder how does that all work how do you how do you come into play with the homeowner? Yeah, so an architect and a homeowner. So like you're a homeowner and you want to do like a major renovation or an addition to your house, or you just bought this beautiful house on this cool property, but it's like totally dated and you add footage or something, or you even have a brand new, like just an empty lot, but maybe the house was knocked down or you've got some like farmland or, you know, you finally got some like, you know, you've always wanted and you saved up and you bought this piece of land and been dreaming about building your dream home. Um, So there's a few things. You got to know what you want kind of where you're like oh I want you know three bedrooms two baths well how do you want them to relate to each other like do you want the master bedroom to be downstairs or upstairs do you want one floors or two floors kind of roughly how much space do you feel like you're going to need like a range of maybe square footage you don't have to have any of this you just better to know what you want so then you can kind of come to the table where you know you call up an architect to tell him you know I'm thinking about doing this x y and z to like add a major renovation you know a lot of square footage a kitchen and an addition with like a family room or redoing and adding on like the mother-in-law suite or something because you know my mother-in-law needs to come live with us or something right do you have do you ever get from do you ever get from a customer saying hey you (laughs) know i you know i grew up in a victorian home i like Mm -hmm. i like victorians can it have like i would i want to build a house in this area where it has a Victorian style or a Greek or Gothic or whatever style, do they ever come to you with a a certain style? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, When I was working in Florida at a company that we really did a lot of residents, 
Um, yep. We had a really fun couple that um, they were actually professors at, at the university in town and they really wanted like a modern home, like very modern. And we kind of did more of like, you know, traditional beach. Doesn't matter. A good designer can tailor it to your, your taste. Mm, nice. And your needs. Yep. Now, do you find that you, you can hire people... somebody? Good. You can hire somebody that maybe has a portfolio of the projects because you like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. The design person should be able to hear what you're wanting and see it to look like that. Gotcha. Now, are you finding that more people are looking for a master bedroom on the first floor? Because that's really popular around us here is uh, adding, being able to add a bedroom to the main floor so that way they can age in place. Do you find that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I did most, I haven't at the company I'm currently at in um, Virginia, I'm not doing residence, but when I was in Florida, that was like the, one of the, like you come to the table with a list, a downstairs master bedroom, because either you wanted to age in place or because you needed some place for, you didn't want to have to deal with stairs. Also elevators were kind of a big thing too. Really? Yeah. Right. Interesting. Are they really expensive? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but if you build the house from scratch and you stack closets on top of each other, you yep. know, maybe in 10, 15 years, you can add the elevator and you don't oh, pay okay. for it when you're building the house. Oh, nice. Smart. I'll think of that next time when I'm building my other mansion. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that was my yeah. biggest downfall. Yeah. I had to sell it. I couldn't deal with it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You could get one of those chairs that goes up and down the stairs. I know. Up. I didn't have Gabriel <laughs> yeah. to do it for me. That's what happened. That's what happened. Now look at me. I'm in a yep. trailer park. Yep. Yep. Shooting coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> Eating them. <laughs> oh, man. Um, very nice. So that is very cool. Um, there are things about, I have to say, what I don't like, I don't like modern homes. And the reason why I don't like modern homes, well, let me just say, a lot of modern homes that I've seen, I don't like them. And the problem that I have with them is that the roof lines. Now, maybe they've mm-hmm. changed in the past in the 1970s because everybody decided that they wanted all these roofs and peaks and valleys and that caused nothing but problems. It keeps roofers employed. It Mm -hmm. keeps tapers and sheet rockers employed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I believe in the, in the simplistic roof system, if it goes, if it's just one slab and another slab and the water runs off of it, you don't have a problem. When you start putting a lot of hips and valleys and stuff like that, I understand that it may it may be like your statement, like a homeowner wants a statement to show that they like, you know, the more gables that they have pointing off a house that that shows them their, I don't know, their personality or something to that mm-hmm. effect. Mm-hmm. I, I look at the long term the way yeah. the systems are now. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I'm sure you've had to deal with a lot of that, like different oh, roof lines. Oh, yeah. Yay. You have yeah, to do the you... math for like how much rain is falling in the gutters, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's like calculations you do to see like how many inches per hour you get where you're located and then how much like the square footage of your roof and then you divide it based on the size of your downspout. Yeah. Interesting. Way over my head. Yeah. 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 A lot of math. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that's not for me. It was so funny where we are, Gabriel, we have a there's a um, there's a condo unit uh, in Old Lyme. And I get was getting the call every year, Jim. Our gutters are clogged. The water's running off the gutters, and I'm like over there. I go, I cleaned them. I cleaned them. And then I finally figured it out. I went over there in a downpour. I'd run out. I would run over there 
and looking at it, I says, your gutters are too small. They're not wide enough. The pitch of the roof and where you are, I mean, I didn't know math at the time. I still didn't get it. <laughs> you got too much volume of water. You can't handle it. The gutter can't handle it. Even if the even the downspot was right there, the, the gutters were not wide enough yeah. to carry that huh. load of water. Interesting. All right? Yeah. Just want to share that so with you. So you need Jimmy on your team. Well, I'll tell you. If right. I fix Always. You, yeah. If I fix your gutter and you say you have a leaking gutter and I know it's going to rain the next day or whatever, I don't care if it's like going to be a deluge or a downpour. I drive out to the house. I tell them, I'm coming. I know it's 10 o'clock at night, but I got to see your gutter. I got to see what it's doing. Yep. You know? Nice. Yeah. Me or is it the, and I, I can pretty much, you know, find out what the problem is, usually. That's good. Okay. All right. All right. Great. Another problem solved. That's it. Yes. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Move on. Let's go. So when when do you feel a homeowner should reach out to you? I mean, you said that, you know, if you can, if you have some good ideas in mind, I mean, are you also uh, finding like Pinterest and those type of sites helpful when people are bringing that sort of information to you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we can start as soon as you like have a thought in your head. You just call up the architect and kind of, oh, I think I want to do this. Or you can already have like, you know, details of square footage and your site survey and like a whole Pinterest board for down by room. We've had it all. Nice. Um, oftentimes, uh, at least with our clients in Florida, um, at the company I was working at that did a lot of custom homes, uh, we would encourage them to have either like a house account or yep. a Pinterest board. Um, and not only pin the picture or um, tag it, but also like write a little description about what you like in the picture. So it's not just like you like the kitchen cabinets and we right. think you like the countertops or something. Exactly. Yeah. We, uh, we do the same with house, you know, we're, we're affiliated with house and I tell all my customers go on there and create the, the idea book and then share it with us. But I always tell them, you know, there's a section right below. You can, you can just write as much stuff as you possibly can. Tell me, you know, I like the cabinets, but I hate the countertop or, you know, whatever it is. So, yeah, I mean, I, I found it to be very helpful in our, in our business as well. You know, that people have, something they can look at and then bring to you. And now I'm not guessing what they want. Well, and I think people use different language and vocabulary when they're describing what they want because True. they think it's called something else or we interpret it as something else. No, mm -hmm. very true. Very true. Um, are you finding now uh, that houses are trendy, certain styles are trendy, that people are looking at whether they're on house or Pinterest or whatever, and they go, oh, I like this house. And then sure enough, a couple of weeks later, Someone picks something the same style, or is it always is it very varied where you are? Very varied. Listen to me. Very varied. Very varied. Um, I think it's, it just depends. I think there are some things people really love, and there are some things that are just totally different. Um, I think people like good space and good window and good light is pretty typical, but mm -hmm. the actual aesthetic and colors is a very personal thing. Right. Okay. Right. So big windows, people like open space windows, a lot of stuff yeah. like that. Okay. Everybody loves light, right? Well, yeah, yeah there's, I there's think a, so. I don't know. Have you seen, there's a commercial out right now because of the, you know, the COVID-19. Yeah. It's, I think it's an Oldsmobile commercial and they will drop, they will drop the car off to your house mm -hmm. and it's a modern house. It, it must be in Oregon because there are trees, pine trees all over this house. Okay. You know? And it and this this commercial annoys the hell out of me because it's in the woods and there's uh, and I'm like how do they clean it? It's full of mold. 
and algae and freaking and it's just like it undersized gutters, huh? And probably undersized gutters. Yeah, and it, yeah, the 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 pitch <laughs> on the roof is very slim. Yeah, it's very, it's very modern. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like it's in the wrong place. It's too far into the woods. <laughs> Don't take the car back. We're moving. Yeah. We're move. <laughs> just just keep watching we're, Netflix. We're no, moving no commercials. We're moving to Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, now that I told you about that commercial, you'll see it. Yeah. That Oldsmobile commercial. <laughs> and you'll laugh. I hate. You'll laugh. Jimmy hates yeah. that house. Yeah. I freaking hate that house. <laughs> hate it. Uh, I boy. had to share that. I feel better now. Thanks. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so so tell our um, listeners, too, a little bit. Um, I've worked with architects in the past, and a lot of times they're usually one way or the other. Um, either they, you know, charge by the by the number of drawings that they do and the size or whatever. And then others charge, you know, a percentage to the overall cost of the project. Um, do you, do you see one more than the other or, you know, how does it usually work for, for homeowners? I think that's a really just depends on what company you're working okay. with, which business practice. Um, it's also kind of regional based too, where, um, you don't want to price yourself out of your competitors, you know, like if you're right. in a, a smaller town and there's less architects available, but the medium income is less versus like a very metropolitan area where there's like a lot of architects. Um, yep. So I went to school in Illinois. So most architects per capita is like Chicago. So, um, okay. you know, it just depends. Um, when I have done it, it was based on percentage of the price and yeah. So then kind you're actively the, involved in the in the project at that point. You know, you're you're not just doing drawings and walking away at that point. You're doing drawings and still staying in touch with, you know, all the people. Oh, yeah, we would do project. we would yeah. do construction administration during the time where, you know, you, you hand it over to the contractor and the contractor yep. building it. We would still go to the site and look at things. Sure. You know, while things are being built, you know, the yep. contractor and the owner will probably be working together on a daily basis. Yep. But they might have some questions for the architect or they want to make a change now that they like see stuff up. I'm pretty sure you sure. guys have the same experience. Oh, yeah. People change their minds halfway through. <laughs> yeah. Construction. A couple of times yeah. here or there. Yeah. You just yeah. said we. You just said we. So is there a couple of people that work on the project with you also when you when you do an architectural design or is it just you? Oh, yeah. Architecture design is always a very collaborative process. Um um, most of them are actually small businesses. Support your small businesses at this time. Um, but you know, you could technically hire an architect where it's just a one-man show, but most of the time it's at least, you know, two or three people plus, um, I think the average is between like seven and 14 people at an architecture oh, wow. firm. I mean, there's obviously firms out there that are, you know, international or national sure. and you have a hundred people, but typically they're a fairly small entity. Gotcha. So what do you like, uh, what do you like doing more of? I'm, I, I, get that you were doing more residential in florida so what are you doing now in virginia are you doing more commercial or um actually i'm doing education so higher ed oh, cool. um labs uh, marine sciences building oh, cool. um, i'm also working on an elementary school and then a major renovation of a local theater wow very cool nice. you, do you, which one do you like better the theater um theater, the theater. when i got my master's yeah. i love um education so yeah. i love doing schools Okay. Um, but the theater project is really cool because I haven't done much with like the acoustics and the light. So yep. that's like a whole new oh, learning cool. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Wow. So I understand you uh, have an older house and doing do. some work on it as well. So you're, you're um, kind of the, the DIYer right now. 
I am. I well, I grew up in a seated house by mail, so I've always loved older homes personally. Um, yep. And my husband and I, uh, I say we, but he was gone on deployment, so oh, okay. there's that. Um, yeah. We just purchased our first home in uh, January this year. Congratulations! So, thank you. So yeah. we're working our way uh, through it, one room at a time. Yeah. So yeah. what type of what type of projects are you guys working on? Uh, well, we currently just um, finished with the electrician that rewired the whole entire house because a Oof. lot of not into the electrical. Oh, so really? That was, oh, boy. Uh, yeah. That one I hired the professionals for. For um, sure. <laughs> so that also caused uh, when they rewire your house and it's an older home, like a lot of like four inch holes in your house, yep. like your walls. So yep. you got to patch all of those. Um, yeah. Ripped out a lot of carpet, refinished floors. Wow. And, um, uh, we've been scraping all the trim because there's just a lot of layers. And so we're using yep. a, uh, uh, infrared fancy, it's not a heat gun. It's like fancier than heat gun. Cause it doesn't vaporize the lead paint. Yeah. Um, scraping all of the trim. So, wow. Yeah. That does not sound yeah. like oh, fun. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> that slow and steady Ooh. wins a race on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Invite Marissa over to help you out with that. She loves uh, it. She has her. Yeah. She has her own home house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. <laughs> wow. So, what are some of the other bigger projects that you see coming up in the house? Do you guys have a list or? Yes. So yeah. the next major one is going to be a kitchen renovation. Yeah. We're about halfway there. I'm saving for it, and I, I yeah. kind of have it sketched down of kind of what I want to do. Um, I'm sure you do. Yeah. Um, so I've spoken to a few contractors, so I don't know if I'm going to do a DIY or kind of do it myself or hire somebody yeah. or kind of, um, you, manage like the subcontractors myself. So I got to figure out that one. So yeah. I think it will depend on, uh, if I'm still kind of limited in my hours and we're still all working from home, I don't know. What's sure. Gonna yeah. <laughs> right. No, right. Yeah. So things are a little uncertain right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, that sounds like you've got something going on in the house. That's great. Good. Sounds like a fun project. Yeah. yeah. Old houses, as you know, there there's always a project to be done. Right. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So yeah. Fun. That's great. You know, and we we've also you. talked about that too with uh, people in this area. We have a lot of older homes here, and um, you know, in New England. So, yeah, you, you have to you have to love them to own one. You know, and if you don't, and you think it just would be cool to own one and you don't actually love those things, you're just going to be miserable because there's, yeah. there's a lot you got to let go. Yeah. You know, not everything's going to be plumb level square. Nope. So, you know, if that's, if that's what you're about, then that's <laughs> old homes are not for you. <laughs> yeah, so learning how to level your furniture on your Wat Willie floor. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. And, and there are a lot of carpenters who don't want to work on old homes because they, yeah. you know, they're used it's to It's hard. The it is hard. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's hard for them to let something go that's not plum level is square right and trying to make it look good yeah you know so but you know what i <clears throat> dealt with a customer who came from new york and built bought an old old house and she's trying to make it you know the one of the doors in the house i mean i know you would love it gabriel one of the doors that they have because it has it has character meaning it's got nicks bumps you know it's seen it's got a lot of history to it and she's asking me can we straighten this out can we putty this can we and i'm like no <laughs> you can't no go buy a new door no you can't do that to that no yeah. no it doesn't work that way yeah no and uh that's you know that's un unfortunately i think that's her biggest problem 
trying to make something modern that is old and it's not going to, it won't transfer over. You know what I mean? That you, you can't get rid of the character of the house. You know, you know, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? You get it? Yeah, Both of you? absolutely. Yeah. I think I think you can just honor like the history bones and just keep all the, right. honor. the trim yes. and the doors and like yeah. the details very historic. And if you want to go modern, go modern with your furniture or yeah. your lighting. Sure. Bang. Well, there you go. That's yeah, it. Absolutely. Lighting. Bang. Lighting is key. Right. Perfect. Nice. Any uh, any um, nightmare stories you got for us? Uh, yeah. So I, uh, we were, we were, uh, my husband and I have been trying to buy a house since, uh, August and we closed on the house in January and, uh, five properties, six offers later, we finally got a house. We're in a bidding war. And it was kind of like that moment where you are basically, we walked through the house 30 minutes the day after Thanksgiving. And the next day my husband left for an unemployment not unexpected deployment. So I ended up have he's like on the phone in London with a real estate agent on a three-way call and we're negotiating how to like did like best and final offer kind of situation. And it was mm, just so yeah. hard to do all of the first home buying things on my own. So that was that's my personal horror story. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, that is tough. That is tough. Yeah. Well you got it. Even though he was in London, you got it. Yeah. 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 Good. Um, he was a lot of times out of contact, you know, no cell phone service for multiple weeks at a time. So, yeah. um, it was all on you. Doing, yeah. He kind of just had to be okay with it, which thank heaven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank him for his service and yours as well. So, oh, thank you. You're welcome. We, we wish you luck on your new house. Absolutely. Like your new old house. We wish you luck on that. Now, you're posting on Instagram? I am. So, stuff? In this whole process, I actually closed on the house and worked on it for about two months before yep. he got home. Um, and so, I started an Instagram account um, to share with him and archive stuff so he could then log on to Instagram and see all the videos when he was able to have cell phone service. Okay. Um, and it kind of just expanded and grew as people like started following and sharing. And so, you know, it's still my tiny little corner of the cyber web, but yeah. um, day, almost daily updates on stories of all the weird stuff we're doing. So. Oh, very cool. How did they find right. you? That's fantastic. Um, I am at Rosie underscore the underscore renovator. So Rosie, the renovator, Rosie, the renovator, Rosie, the renovator. And your name is Gabrielle. Yeah. 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 I'm okay. Rosie the renovator. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Is that your alter ego? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> well, I was feeling very like I can do this. Okay. Situation. And my middle name is Rose, so it's. Oh, there you go. Uh, now that, I know. That makes <laughs> sense. Yes. All right. That makes sense. <laughs> That's great. Well, Gabrielle, thank you so much for being on our show. We really do appreciate it, and we wish you the best of luck. Thank you. It was nice talking to you. Perfect. Right, we'll see. All right, Jimmy. Let's do it again next week. Absolutely. All right, buddy. All right. Gravy fries. The gravy fries. <laughs> and and Burger King milkshakes. Yes. Five guys. <laughs> Five guys. Right. Done yeah. deal. <laughs> All right. We're done talking about food. See you guys. See Bye. Ya. Bye.